0: Welcome to the Rooted Tomorrow podcast with your hosts, Justina
1: and Jafon.
0: Hello, friends. Welcome.
1: Episode number two, everybody. Thank you so much for, for being here. As we said in the intro, our purpose, we've condensed it. The purpose of this podcast is to be a resource for parents to have conversations, to gain new perspectives, and to encourage you as you continue down this journey of parenthood. I told you Tini I could do it. I could condense it.
0: Yeah, I'm a surprise. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm proud of you.
1: So, to start off today's episode, I think it would be impactful for us to have a brief conversation. Uh, what was the most impactful experience that you had Tini over this last week with the the kids or your journey of parenting?
0: So this week was a fun one for me, Jay. Both of my boys are in Little League Baseball. So we've been doing that journey for, this will be Ollie's fifth or sixth season that he's played. He's my seven-year-old. And one thing you guys will probably learn is my seven-year-old is very anxious. He's a very anxious kid. And I have no idea where he gets that from. It's not like his mother has anxiety or anything.
1: Yeah, uh uh-huh.
0: But he gets very nervous trying new things, and this year, um, this season, it's his first season in kid pitch, so no more coaches throwing them the balls. It's just kid on kid action, and that really was stressing him out. So this week, we had our scrimmage um, against another team, and Ollie was, he, he had a moment for sure. He was very anxious. He... You know, was crying. He was worried he was going to get hit by the ball by the other kid. And as many times as he's been to, to baseball games with his cousins or different camps, this one really, really made him nervous. So he had a moment. We had a little talk in the dugout. And I just explained to him that he knows exactly what he should do if the ball is coming at him. Like, you know, first thing you should do is probably move. But you should be able to see it. And After that conversation, he got out there, and sure enough, Ollie got hit with the ball, his biggest fear, his most worried moment, and the coach came out and gave him the opportunity to, you know, walk to first, as you should, or he had – he could try to hit the ball a couple more times. And little Ollie went out there, and he tried to hit the ball a few more times. And I took him aside afterwards, and I told him how proud I was of him for – Getting that courage to stay out at home plate and to keep swinging the ball, even though he had already been hit and he was fine and he loved it. And then afterwards, his coach gave him the opportunity to pitch and he was fine. But to see your seven-year-old overcome his own fear of getting hit by the ball and then still pushing forward, it was it was a big step for us this, this week. So that's probably my proud parenting moment slash most impactful moment because as a seven-year-old I was not like that if I messed up or if I got hurt doing something I was done like I did not want to do that anymore but he overcame his his fear and he told me after the game he said mom I just I don't think I was ready for this game but I got all my first game jitters out so I'll be ready for Saturday which is opening day and so that was a very proud parenting moment for me
1: that's so awesome that was that's so awesome that is so you,
0: awesome
1: well real quick for to... those of you for those of you who don't know obviously you may have heard in the first episode uh teeny and i are siblings and i'm justina's older brother and she is 100 percent right when she was young seven i mean seven all the way up until yesterday <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> she she might be a little anxious at times, uh, might overthink a few things at times, and when she was little, on the drop of a dime, she would literally start crying to get oh her way. Yeah, she was a master at that. So that that impacted me, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever, dude. You my, guys are so mean <laughs> to me. You deserve you deserved every punishment you had coming.
1: We will save that for another episode. Um, okay, so. My most impactful experience wasn't as, uh, I will say, positive leaning. Um, our little boy, his name is Jafon as well. Um, he is about to turn one. And I think for those of you who might remember this or are in this stage, there's sleep regressions that happen. And we are right in the middle of it. And so trying to get him down to sleep has now become like this mental battle. <laughs> That you have to like prepare yourself for. And him just like, you can see how tired he is, but he's fighting it with like every ounce of energy that he has. And so my wife and I are like taking turns trying to get him down. And last night it was, it was very, very intense. But he fell asleep, slept for 11 and a half hours, which is awesome. And then wakes up and then doesn't want to go down for a nap today. So, anyways, we're in the midst of a sleep regression. Hopefully, it's temporary. Well, the past ones have been temporary. So uh, I think it's All we'll get just a it.
0: phase. That's what I tell myself whenever I'm going through a hard moment is it's just a phase. This too shall pass. But it also could also be daylight savings because that really messed up my kids too.
1: Yeah, daylight savings is, I mean, everybody should move to Arizona. They don't change their clocks.
0: Yeah, or we just all cancel it altogether. Like, wasn't that a thing?
1: Yeah, that's that too easy. That's too easy to do.
0: I just don't understand so. why we need it anymore. <laughs> My kids won't go to sleep before nine. They're usually eight, seven 30 eighters and they don't go to sleep after. I mean, until nine, nine thirty, and it's driving me crazy.
1: So impactful experiences will happen <laughs> probably every yeah. day,
0: every single day. But yeah, and some will be positive. Some won't be as positive, but when you get those little glimpses of positivity, man, it's rewarding.
1: There's always some positive to be found. You'll, you'll find out that I'm positively optimistic or optimistically yeah. positive.
0: Almost like to a fault, and it's kind take, of annoying sometimes.
1: Take a breath, and we'll continue on. Okay, <laughs> so the topic for today is one that I thought was insightful, and it is the part of parenting that nobody warned us about. So when you think about that in your experience— What is one thing or a handful of things that nobody necessarily warned you about when you began this journey of parenthood? Tini, I'm asking you, and I'm also kind of asking the listeners simultaneously. Perfect.
0: Well, I'm going to start off with a positive one because when you ask a lot of parents this question, they automatically default to like the negative ones. So I'm going to be positively optimistic and say, I remember people telling me that you never know the amount of love you'll have for your child until you have and see your child. And that is true. But even more than that, like it's literally like having your heart and soul outside of your body every single day. And that amount of love and how proud you get over your child is something that, People can try to tell you, but you really will never, ever know until you experience it. So for me, it was like like referencing back to my impactful moment this week was like the pride that I had in seeing my son over overcome something that I as a child never could. And that was so cool. And to see him just him be proud of himself and him be proud of me being proud of him It's just like this cycle of just like positivity and you just love it and you want to see them grow and you love watching them grow and you just love that human being so, so, so much and you want nothing more for them to succeed in literally every aspect. So for me, it was the amount of love. Like I didn't even know that my body could even love a little human that much. Which again, is kind of cliche, but like you don't know. Until you know, you know?
1: I totally agree. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> you know, it's it's like uh, what's so fascinating too, it's like you can have people tell you things who people who are parents, like my friends have had, a lot of them have had children before me, you, Teeny, and our other sister, Elise. Obviously, you've been parents more, longer than I have. And you can hear people tell you things But it's one thing to hear what people are saying and another thing to actually experience what it is. And so for me to kind of go align with what you just said, this love, it's almost like I remember. So my wife and I, we went through IVF and we will share that a little bit later down the line about that whole journey. But I remember when baby Jay, Jafon, our little son, was born and it's like, it almost, this might seem a little out there for some people, but it almost felt, no, it didn't almost. It felt as if I already had this connection with him before he even took his first breath. And to take this even a step further, it feels like and felt like I had this connection with him before he was even in the womb. It's like, like our stars were meant to, to cross and we were meant to come together. And I remember when he was in the just born and he, that first little cry, you know, and it was like tears of just like joy and thankfulness and gratitude and love and like this intense emotional connection. It wasn't an attachment, this emotional connection with this little being who's looking at you with such love and compassion i mean it can't really be fit into words it's like yeah it's it's incredible
0: it's crazy right and i feel like me and elise had tried to explain that to you prior to you having baby jay and seeing you come into your own with like your son and seeing you get to experience that was like the coolest thing for me. Just like seeing your brother welcome his little baby into the world. And I mean, Elise was there for Ollie and Jack. My, our sister was in the room with me and our kids and it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy how much, how connected you are to that little being.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so true.
0: That's one – that's for me, my top one is just, like, that love and that connection. But that comes along with, like, the complex emotions of parenting, right? Is you want to be their biggest supporter, their number one cheerleader, and you can. But there's also that fine line of, like, parenting too, right? You want to build that trust and build that relationship with your kid to where they feel – they feel connected to you, but they also have to know that, like, there's a fine line between parenting and friendship. And that's been something that I know our sister has had to deal with. She has teenagers, and I haven't quite gotten to that far as far as, like, that relationship goes. But it's starting there. Like, I I want Oliver to always know that, like, I'm there. I'm his biggest cheerleader. I'm his number one fan. But also, like I'm going to be the first to tell him if he's in the wrong or doing something he shouldn't be doing, and that also goes hand in hand with like, uh, like um, like the frustration and the joy that you feel too. It's like you you push and you try to teach them all of these. Um, sorry, Jack. Let's needed help. Um you teach them all these new things and you're beaming with pride of how they're learning different things, but then it's also a little sad that now they're also getting bigger, right? Like the older Ollie is getting, like, I see our time getting more and more limited. Even I he's seven, so I still have a lot of time, but his friends are starting to become very important to him. He wants to hang out with them. He wants to play games with them. And family like mom and dad are starting to become like a very, very close second to his friends. And that is scary as parents because you also want to make sure they're surrounding themselves with good influences. Right. So it's like you're always worrying. Like, am I doing enough? Am I making enough memories? Am I being impactful enough? Am I teaching them the right things? Are they going to take these lessons with them when they leave my house? I don't know. It's just like, it's a lot. So that's another one is you don't realize how your mind is literally all over the place. And you think as they get older, it gets easier. But I feel like it's actually the opposite. Like, problems become more complex.
1: Yeah, no, then yeah, I know. So my where I'm at is like, the begin, the early stages, so to say. But when I think about that, because the complex emotions is definitely true. And you know, what's fascinating is, I think that so many of us, especially as parents, it's very easy to go through an entire day and not check in with yourself once. Or to go through an entire week and not actually sit down and say, You know well, what was I actually feeling like? what were the emotions that were flowing through me what How did those emotions influence how I was interacting with with my spouse or with my children or with my my friends or at work or what whatever all the places that our lives are pulled and when I think about these like complex emotions, I know for a father of a child who's almost one um this and probably this will probably never leave this idea of like being so protective you know i mean i'm like so aware intensely aware of the environment even if we're in the house in his little like enclosed play area like i'm very very attentive and then to your point teeny like Seeing little milestones brings like this sense of joy and like the sense of being so proud. You know, he's like standing up, he he I won't say refuses, he's like not wanting to take steps, but he'll just like stand <laughs> with not holding on to anything and just like recognizing that and seeing him grow. And then to that point, I'm sure all the parents out there, you have an intense amount of pictures on your phone. (laughs) And there are times where pictures will pop up and will be those memory photos. And when you look at those, yeah. And you realize like, oh my gosh, like the time that has passed from when they were, you know, a year ago, or for some of you 10 years ago, or whatever the case may be, like you realize how fast time moves And for me, that like prompts this sense of like, was I really there in the moment? It cultivates this kind of thought of like a little bit of sadness because they'll never be that that age again. And a few other complex emotions, then I'll stop because, you know, I can like ramble on for a (laughs) while. Um, I think a big one that a lot of us deal with is frustration and or guilt. And how many of you have like, you're done with the day and you're sitting down, you finally have some time just to be be with you. And you think back to that thing that you said or didn't do for one of your children or your child. And you're like, you feel bad. I, I know that that at times pops up in my my mind.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And then you also wonder if you handled certain situations correctly or if they're going to be traumatized by something you said and going to need therapy because mom wouldn't answer a question. <laughs> like there's a milk like that. Yeah, no. And those pictures are literally the worst, but also the best. You can ask my husband, I send him, I get like a little Google memory pictures that pop up where they're like a year ago, six years ago. And I will send him those all night long. Like I'll just be scrolling and I'm, He'll be asleep next to me. And I just scroll and send them to him. So when he wakes up, he can look at all these memories. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I know. (laughs) I know. crazy. I think it's important with those complex emotions as parents to take time every day for ourselves, even like five minutes just to like be. And I know for me, like meditating or even journaling or just getting out into nature, playing golf, no, um, is extremely important. Teeny rolled her eyes when I said playing (laughs) golf. You will see the video at some point in time. Um, But having a little space where you can process that. Otherwise, it's like your cup is overflowing with these emotions that are unchecked and can at times lead us down a path that might not be the most beneficial for ourselves first and foremost. And then also might impact the loved one, the people who we love most.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to touch on that really quick because I find myself getting, like, frustrated with my kids. I feel like this might sound really bad, but I am a younger millennial mother, 31 years old. And I find that if I am too distracted, like, scrolling on my phone with it, like, whatever it may be, TikTok, Instagram, that's when I am, like, more short with my kids, So I have tried to also like, I know that's like a good me time, but I have tried to eliminate that completely during the day. So only at nighttime, when they're asleep, do I allow myself time to like scroll and do stuff like that. Because I don't want them to see, or I don't want their memories to be me on my phone and me getting short with them because they're interrupting me watching or reading something on my phone. Right. So I've tried to replace scrolling time with like audiobooks or... I found a lot of really good like children podcasts that I actually listen to with my kids in the car. So I don't know. I think also just including them and in different things help has helped me with that frustration of like, did I snap? Am I like, am I impatient because I just want to do something for me? So it's, it's a hard balance to find the time to do stuff for you while also serving your kids because they aren't, they do still just need you.
1: Most definitely. That's a great point.
0: Yeah, so it's like it's hard. I don't know. I feel like I sometimes over overdo it with the kids. Like, my cup is definitely the last to be filled or to be taken care of. Like, I I will do everything and anything for everybody around me, fam, family and friends included, not just my kids, until I am like completely burnt out. So it's for me, it's like it is really important to just even take like five minutes and. You know, even for me, if it's just scrolling, like five minutes of scroll time at the end of the day, that is a good me time or a, a bath or something. Five
1: minutes, don't lie. It's more okay. than five minutes.
0: Shut up. 55 like, minutes. 55. <laughs> I actually have time limits set on my phone that I allow myself every single day. And my cousin came up with the idea to every month you cut back the time by like 10 minutes. So
1: So now she's down to 30 seconds, everyone. <laughs>
0: it's like down to like 20 or 30 minutes a day
1: i'm just joking
0: but i don't know it's just it's it's a tough balance of like you want your me time but you also have little people so it's a matter of getting me time but figuring out what works for you guys like my husband does taxes for a living so six months of the year there's not very much me time because he is busy working all the time but we still manage to make it work and Even if it is, even just like us time, even Mm -hmm. if it's 30 minutes after the kids go down, we watch a quick show. I think it's important to like check in with each other and you don't even have to talk, like just sit together and enjoy each other's company. And that works.
1: I think that's That's important. On
0: a tangent right there.
1: No, no, I think that that's, (laughs) yeah, take care of yourself. And I, I guess I said, you know, your cup's overflowing with all these emotions. I wouldn't say it's like a cup necessarily. It's like this river flowing of all these complex emotions and left unchecked, they can just go wherever and run rampant. But with the cup analogy, it's important to make sure that our cup is full in terms of self-care, in terms of self-love, in terms of being mindful of the limits that we have with others, and then allowing that cup to, Fill up the the baby cups.
0: Yeah, well, it's like <laughs> the, that the sippy the whole, like plain oxygen. Right, you gotta put the mask on yourself before you do anybody else, because if you're dead, you can't help anyone.
1: Yeah, I, morbid, that though. is that is so profound, Teeny.
0: Thank you. I <laughs> I read stuff. <laughs> the the last
1: The last thing that I want to share is um, about the part of parenthood that nobody warned us about is this evolution of self and we have, at least for me, I had this self image that I spent, you know, decades of my life creating prior to having a child. And this was built upon all these different elements and then inviting or having a child enter into the life experience. It's we, we are forced to evolve. It's like that sense of self, that sense of self or that self-image that we've spent so long crafting begins to like kind of shed, so to say, and we expand towards something different. It's almost like every spring when trees are like more branches are growing, it's like you're still the same, metaphorically speaking, tree, but you have more branches growing and you're reaching You're reaching higher because of this shift that happened in your life. And I think that this evolution of self is something that impacts us in many different ways. And there's probably stages of it as we move throughout the entire journey of parenthood. Hopefully in this episode, some things were, perhaps it made you think a little bit differently, or if nothing else, just encourage you to think about the things that really have made a massive impact in your life since you became a parent and realizing that everybody's perspective is a little bit different. So the ones that we briefly touched on, well, maybe not so brief, was this intense, I mean, this love for these little beings and these emotional connections we have, the complex emotions and making sure we take time for ourselves, and then the evolution of self and what that looks like. Because I mean, parenthood in and of itself is this complex and multifaceted type of experience. And we have to take on new roles. We have to embrace greater levels of responsibility. And no, no matter what, we're going to be for, uh, forced to face challenges. And if we're flexible and we're patient and we're resilient, then it can make parenting really one of the greatest rewards that we can have in this life.
0: Yeah. Very well said, Jay. You're absolutely right.
1: With that... Thank you, Teeny. I will. I will take that.
0: You're You've learned a lot in the last twelve months, young. Yeah. Hopper. Well,
1: some of the others that didn't make the cut was lack of control, constant changes, balancing work and family, different t- different parenting styles, unpredictability, and then social pressures. You know, like you have to keep up with those oh. Joneses, even though you don't know who the Joneses are, and you really don't like the Joneses, and you don't care if they actually like you because they the do worst. not care what you think about them
0: (laughs) man i feel like we need to get like a utah influencer mom on here to discuss yeah
1: we're from salt lake so utah you know (laughs) so
0: that'd be a whole other thing
1: with that um you can follow us on our variety of social channels at rooted tomorrow you can visit our website, rootedtomorrow.com. If you have a story or an experience that you would like to share, uh, you can do so anonymously if you would like there as well. And uh, if you have any ideas of topics or things that you would like to hear or potentially being a guest on the podcast sometime in the future, uh, please let us know as well. Any final words of wisdom, Tini, before we say goodbye?
0: Um, As always, we are not professionals. We are just... Um... Normal, modern day mom and dad just doing their best to, you know, open up different perspectives for different individuals and hopefully open some conversation channels between one another and learn something new from from everyone and build a community that supports one another. And yeah, that's pretty much it. We're just trying our best. And like Jay said, if you have any any topics you'd like us to touch on or any questions, uh, don't hesitate to reach out. I'd like to think that we are pretty much an open book over here. So, right.
1: I agree. And remember, what you do today creates tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.
0: Thank you. Have a good day.